Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tech Tea with Kimberly. I am your host, Kimberly Bailey. Friends and family call me Kim. If you are listening, you are indeed a friend or family of the show. I am very excited today. We are going to talk about generative AI with one of my favorite people in the radio world. And he has a passion about this subject. And I thought, who better to bring on than John Best, better known as Brother John with 88.5, to just talk about this hot tech topic. How you doing, John? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Well, good. I'm glad to have you on my show. I've been on your show a couple of times. Yeah, I think it's like you've been on it three times, and it's my first time, but I'm I'm good. I'm not counting. That's good. <laughs> That's good. So, you know, we, we we owe each other a little bit. So, yeah, I, I'll catch up on the three that you had me, okay? No problem. So, um, I know who you are. I know what you do. I know all the fantastic things that you do for the city and for our students, but... Tell the listeners kind of who you are, how you got into what you're doing. Just give us a little background on the Brother John with 88.5. Okay, well, I'm going to give you the condensed version. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey, came to Memphis in 87, went to Whitehaven High School, graduated, and went to Tennessee Tech on a basketball scholarship. Now, I didn't know Tennessee Tech was in the hills of Tennessee, and it wasn't that many black folks there. So, you know, I, that's okay. how I got my, I became a man at uh, Tennessee Tech University, then uh, played basketball all four years. And then I got drafted into the NBA. New Jersey Nets picked me, uh, pick number 36. Okay. And from there, life just changed. Uh, went to New, New Jersey Nets. Then I ended up going overseas. And I loved it overseas. So I ended up staying overseas for like 14, 15 years. Wow. I've been around the world three times. It's pretty much, I touched every continent except mm -hmm. Africa. Now, yeah, I hadn't been to Africa yet, but I've been around. So when I was finished playing basketball, I wanted to do something related to children. Mm -hmm. because when they asked me during basketball, what do you want to do when basketball finishes? I'm like, basketball is forever. But I just started saying in my my, my later years, I want to do something with children because I would okay. always uh, see the news and talk about what's going back in America. It was always around youth. So I came back to the States and got involved in Memphis Shelby County Schools security department. So I was a security officer oh. and um, I, I was that for about several years. Then somebody asked me with all my gifts and talents, why don't I become a teacher? Became a teacher for a year. Mm -hmm. Then after I taught for a year, they was like, well, why don't you work in media for the district? Worked myself into that. Then I worked myself up at the radio and TV station from a videographer to now I'm currently the general manager. And wow. here we are. Wow. That is an amazing story. You have. I try to be quick. I didn't want to be long winded. Oh no, I appreciate it. Uh, some of that I didn't know. So that's that's very cool. And I like the fact that you have actually been in the classroom. You know, so you right. you really understand the pulse of what's taking place and what yes. students need. And so when you are speaking passionately about it, uh, it's not just something that you heard. It's something that you know. That's right. That's okay. the difference. I got it, okay. and I got to credit. Uh, Hamilton High School because that's where it hit me I was like 
yo, our children really need us. Like, mm-hmm. if if people not fighting for them, who will? And exactly. I just fell in love with education exactly. when I was at Hamilton High School as an uh, officer. Well, it definitely shows because, you know, I listen to your show. I've been on your show and you definitely are a student advocate and you're an advocate for our school system. And what I have noticed just in following you from social media and just conversations that you have really taken an interest in generative AI. And for anybody who doesn't know what Gen AI is, it is a type of artificial intelligence that can produce content such as audio, text, code, video, images, and other data. So you can do a lot with this. And yes. um, some people may have an introduction with it from like chat GPT. Right. And so, but I know that you have really, you know, just dived into this subject and have a lot to say about it and have discovered the importance of all of us knowing more. So what was your introduction into this Gen AI model? Well, chat GPT, wasn't the first for me it was um mid journey okay I was, I was checking out a few discords and those that don't know discord is something your children may know about discord people for people that's listening and watching because discord is like a playground for different companies adobe um you know all of these different top companies they get on Discord because they release stuff there and they be like, look, try this out, this. So my introduction was to Midjourney. Midjourney creates images, okay? Mm-hmm. And I like graphics. So I said, let me try this out. I said, hold up, I can just type something and it'll make it. So on, I think it was December 29th of last year, mm-hmm. I got I installed it. And the the weird thing, it was slash imagine. That's how I was introduced to it. And it said, after you go slash imagine, you type what you want to create. So I said, imagine, slash, okay, a black man on the beach with a with a, uh, a hat on. And it gave me four images to choose from, from what I typed. So now I was up till about four or five o'clock in the morning <laughs> because I went down several rabbit holes Uh and I said, oh, this is going to be incredible. This is going to change the game. And I was just on the graphic side. I was just on that part. You know, I know they say it's multimodal, whether it's video, text, image. So I was introduced through it, through the image part. So from that, it transferred to, hey, you need to check out ChatGPT. So Mm -hmm. I immediately got on it and I was like, another rabbit hole so for the first two weeks of 2023 i probably got two hours of sleep each night <laughs> because chat gpt like mid journey it sparked my mind and if you are a creative you know exactly what i'm talking about because mm-hmm. now you just type in and it's creating what you're typing so i fell in love with it and i've been okay. hooked ever since okay so how are you using it personally or professionally right and now? i listen I use it 24-7. Do you hear me? Okay. For example, for example, if I post a YouTube video, Mm -hmm. I'm creating my titles and my description by telling ChatGPT, and y'all might want to take notes on this one. You can tell it, create my title, and I want it to be SEO friendly. Y'all know SEO, Mm -hmm. you know. So 
have it friendly and then also have my description with the keywords and different things and it will create me mm-hmm. a outstanding title and description same for mm-hmm. my posts if i make some posts on facebook sometimes i'm like if i really want to get more more reach i add the emojis but i just tell chat gpt create this post i give it now i do give it about two or three sentences of mm-hmm. information and then i'll say keep make it emoji filled make it an upbeat tone i i go real i'm real specific okay. when i'm in chat gpt that's another tip you have to be specific or mm-hmm. the deeper you get the deeper your output is going to come so don't just okay. say create me an email or write me an essay about Thomas Jefferson, write me an essay about Thomas Jefferson from the mind of, you know, a famous writer or author where a seventh grader can understand or write me a research paper on Malcolm X from a collegiate standpoint. Each word is very important. So what led me to use ChatGPT, and then I ended up purchasing the, uh, the $20 a month version because it gives you some more and deeper tools mm-hmm. to use. So now, currently today, you can upload a picture and you can tell it to tell me what you think about this picture or create another derivative of this picture and it'll mm-hmm. make pictures now. So wow. I think right now we at the, you remember how it was when uh, the internet hit and AOL yeah. hit? Yeah. You know, I think we're in that stage with AI and I think it's nothing but up from here. Okay, so why is this important for students right now? Because you leveled the playing field. For example, okay. if if a student doesn't have access to a home library, you know, different things where they got to do a research paper, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're going to use it to cheat, but you can say, give me five topics or ideas about Moby Dick. I okay. want to write a research paper. Can you help me? I'm I'm stuck on trying to create something. And they can give you ideas where then you can take that. Well, I like idea number two and three. I'm going to write based off that. Okay. So I think what, what a lot of people were thinking in the beginning is some still think that they're going to cheat. I said, when the calculator came out, people used to say the same thing. They're going to cheat in math. <laughs> now they're going to, they say they're going to cheat in English now. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not for cheating, but mm-hmm. if something can help uh, a set or help improve or assist, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm superhuman whenever I'm touch, you know, typing in those things, because now I can create code. I can create images. I can create video. I can mm-hmm. clone my voice. I can clone anybody's voice and have them say something. So it's, it's so much now. And that's the end wow. we said about every day. I use um, 11 labs uh, AI. So mm-hmm. that's a cloning, that's a cloning uh, AI site where I can say, well, Hey, um, do a PSA about crime in Memphis. It'll create a, uh, I got to create a 30 second PSA, put it in 11 labs and I can pick several voices and then they'll create that, Wow. PSA. Several oh. PSAs on 88.5 are AI generated. Really? 
Yes. So I know I'm an adjunct professor for Christian Brothers University. And, you know, I would encourage students to use, because if you discourage something, then people feel like they have to sneak to use it. That's right. But if you have an open mind about it and feel like it's okay, as long as you insert some of yourself into what you're submitting to the um, professor, I, I, I'm absolutely for it. But what age do you think students should start, you know, being introduced to this or using it? I, I think they, they <laughs> should be able to type a little. They have to type something like they, okay. they have to be able to comprehend, you know, because they don't I don't want they don't you don't want to put them on and they just start typing and don't know what they're getting. OK, I would, I would highly recommend it maybe four, fifth, sixth grade, maybe. Right. But, you know, currently the district um, is, you know, they're doing research and seeing. But right now, uh, Memphis Shelby County Schools ha uh, does not support, you know, you can't get on the, the AI sites. Let me say that Memphis mm -hmm. Shelby County Schools does not allow that on their servers. So mm -hmm. um, there but there's there there's some conversations and, you know, they're looking at it. And I know there's several districts across the country. Some have, you know, they're doing research because it's new. Like you said, it's new. Yeah. And, you know, people are trying to find ways to, you know, bring it into the classroom. And I think within a year, you're going to see more, more um, school districts introducing mm -hmm. it. And, and and also, I mean, you got to look at the type of work that these AI systems, I don't want to say they're going to replace people, mm -hmm. but I think if you don't use AI, you will be replaced by someone who does know AI, meaning okay. I know how to ask a question. I know how to put it in something and get what I want while you're still thinking, well, I don't want to use it because it's cheating. I'm like, nah, it's a great okay. help. It's an assistant. I look at it as an assistant as well. Gotcha. So when we talk about school districts, do you even, I know that it's kind of like in the infancy for a lot of school districts right now, but do you even think that they're ready? A lot of school districts have challenges and they're behind just in the basic information. Right. Do you really think that they are ready to be on the pulse of something like this? I think it depends on the school district. You know, you got some school districts, if you got forward thinkers in that district, they might can push it further. Or you got some school districts that really want to test the safety nets and the, the precautions and all that comes with it as well. So that might be a holdup. Mm -hmm. Then you got to think about it. Can our school district handle if we unleash it and you got, say, for example, we have over 100,000 students. Mm -hmm. 40,000 jump on and you know this. If you jump on a site and you start getting information, you can, you know, clog the system and the network and all that good stuff. So it's going to be a high demand once it's released at any school district. So you got teachers that will be on it, too. So you yeah. got teachers and students that mm -hmm. will be using it. So, you know, I'm, my fingers are crossed and I'm hoping I can't wait if, you know, to see where this thing goes forward, because I really think it's leveling the playing field. I think you're going to uh, have a lot more creatives. If mm -hmm. you have a child that is creative right now, uh, say mm -hmm. fourth, fifth, sixth grade, oh man, they they mind right now. I mean, I mean, come on, remember, think about it. You're trying to come up with an idea 
and you stuck. And now you can say, right. look, help me, help me. I'm getting ready to do a presentation on IT in 2024. Exactly. And now you got 10 ideas right there spit out in five seconds. Right. So what about, what if there's a student who has already been ambitious like you and have, you know, they've been diving into this since the beginning of the year. How do you even keep, keep a student like that engaged or challenged when they are already ahead of the school system? Right. And, and that's, that's one part that, that I was thinking about as well. Mm-hmm. That student is further, is further advanced. Right. That student is way ahead of the teacher and his classmates or her classmates and the decision makers and the decision maker because now this student knows i know how to get this that and the third mm-hmm. and in my phone if my school don't allow me to have it i got it on my phone i can answer questions i can create conversation that you're looking at a whiz kid really that's to me you're looking at a whiz kid mm-hmm. and teachers and administrators are going to have to, you know, keep that in their 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 purview because it's more like that. I think it's going. That's what's going to it's going to create more students right. that need to be challenged like that. Exactly. So you know, knowing what the challenges are currently, and you know, knowing that we're just kind of just in the beginning stages of from an education standpoint on just pushing this out. What do you think needs to be done to get more involvement in our education system around this concept of Gen AI, where it's digestible, where it doesn't feel like they're drinking from the fire hydrant? I think just they got to research. It got has to be more research. It has to be, you know, people have to go jump on some of these webinars and mm-hmm. see what others are doing. Like I saw I'm a member of Associated Press mm-hmm. and they were on it early. They were like, yo, we're going to, we're going to use this and we, we, we're going to have a webinar on it. So you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so now they rolling right now with it. But if, if you don't research and really look at this thing from multiple angles, mm-hmm. you're going to be left behind. But gotcha. if you are asking questions and jumping on some of these different discords or just following the news, Type in Google and Google News, type in AI news. That's one way you can keep up with what's happening daily because it's changing daily. Now, the big mm-hmm. thing is text the video. Now, imagine now saying, Look, create an AI robot at a computer, type in. And within a minute, you got a computer, uh, you, you got that. Now, mm-hmm. Google, I believe, holds a patent to where they got it, but they can't release it because imagine if it got into the wrong hands and you got somebody, you know, right. creating some, you know, pornography and different things. So you, we have to be careful because sometimes yeah. too much technology can become a problem. And we really don't want that in, the, in especially in the school system. Exactly. You know, it seems to me like it's an opportunity for like a think tank that involves students who are advanced so that they don't feel like there is no place for them to take all of this, you know, knowledge that they've gotten late at night uh, while they're researching um, Gen AI, even though it's not happening in the classroom, a think tank around that involving students who have some knowledge 
would probably be good because you can really see how to make it a lot more accessible and what students are really craving for That's right. you know, regarding this. That's interesting. So, you know, being that, you know, not only in the school system, we have community partners who can help with lots of things. How do you feel like the community itself and its partners could really help with you all's efforts from an education standpoint? I think we have to watch out for the gatekeepers as well. Meaning oh. you got some people that may, they, they got the information, they know it, but they want to see how can they charge, right? And oh. how can they make gotcha. money from it? Because I learned how to do this. I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to do this. And I want you to pay for it. With AI, I don't, I don't see that happening. I think you, you, because like you said about the student, a matter if it's somebody that's really ambitious at a business. And mm -hmm. then they say, look, boss, or look, manager, or look, supervisor. Hey, we can do this. Now, that person has just made that business that much more optimal mm -hmm. by making using AI to help, right? Mm -hmm. So I hope that our community partners find ways how we can learn this thing together. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't want to say it's like it's the race to the moon, but businesses are trying to see, and we saw a glimpse of it when Hollywood went on strike, when Hollywood they uh, are on strike. said, yeah. we can use AI to write scripts. And it was broken down to me, if you feed it, let's say um, Bill Cosby's character from the Cosby show, you feed it all of his scripts through the years mm -hmm. and now say, Let's reboot the Cosby show without Bill Cosby, but we have all of the scripts that knows his character, his persona. So now right. they can keep the Cosby show 2.0 going by saying, okay, create uh, Mr. Huxtable in this situation. And it spits out your script. Right. That, that would be, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and your likeness. They said um, Samuel L. Jackson was like, I'm not, I don't care how much money they pay me. You're not going to just have my image and likeness forever because that's the other thing. Now, these folks want your image and likeness so that if if I'm dead, they can still be, oh, Brother John is still doing stuff. You still see my face, my body, hear my voice. That's the part that's, that's I'm concerned about because gotcha. with music, I heard uh, Mariah Carey singing a Whitney Houston song. I heard Michael Jackson singing a Prince song and it sounded crystal clear. So right. imagine what right. that can look like in a year from now. Yeah, I, I was listening to um, something on TikTok because like I always say, TikTok has me in a chokehold lately. Um, there was a Tupac song and it was like his reaction to the recent arrest of the person who, you know, may have been involved in his um, murder. And it oh, was yeah. a, wow. it was his like reaction rap and it sounded just like Tupac. And now, um, that, how does that sound? Now you, li you listened to that, didn't you? I did. Uh, so imagine if it's a song and it's like you said, it sounds just like him. Yeah. Who, who, who's supposed to get the money? Right, because the artist isn't here. 
Yeah. So now, now that makes sense. I've I've listened to various um, commentary and podcasts with you know actors and actresses and writers on why they are striking, and a lot of times the conversation around uh, GNAI comes up because of their likeness. Um, right. Because I mean the fact that, like you said, you could do a PSA and say use this voice. It could be their voice. I mean, you could actually do a PSA with Denzel Washington's voice, and he is nowhere around. Nowhere and, around. And he is not being compensated for your use of his likeness. So, yeah. Right. I'm dealing with a a, a software company or AI company. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the presentation. It's going to be me, but I'm not going to be there. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna have body movements, facial expression, and I couldn't believe it when I first saw it because I was like, "This can't be real." So what it was was a presentation uh-huh. uh, where you just, you know, it's like avatars, and yeah. now they're getting better and better. So now I'm talking to you, and like right, right now, this could be an avatar. I was just about to say, I need to check to see if, if it's really you. I might not be talking to you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really me. It's okay. really me. But but imagine in a few months from now, mm-hmm. you could be sitting up talking to somebody. All you have to do is type. She asked the question. You got a fast typer. Respond. And they saying it right there in real time. It's not there yet. Wow. One company said. They can generate from text to audio in under almost, I think, one or two seconds. That's incredible. Wow. That's that's incredible. So, you know, I, I'm very aware of the usefulness of this because um, when I launched my podcast, I wanted some intro and some outro music. Right. And then you're always warned about, you know, copyright infringements. You don't want to use music that belongs to somebody because not only will they ask you to take the music down, they can just snatch your whole podcast. So I created my intro and outro with AI. It's it's music only, but I went to a site and created the snippet for just the intro and outro music. So I do know that you can get around some of these regulations and things by, um, you know, just understanding how to use you know, just the tool itself. I'm going to give you a website. Sure. Uh, Stability, uh, Stability Audio. Stable mm-hmm. Diffusion, but it's Stable Audio. I think it's Stable Audio. Okay. Now, this site, <laughs> it's funny because people, when I tell them they don't believe me, but it'll create a beat for you up from, I think it's from 15 seconds to a minute and 30 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then it said it can do sound. So I said um, a fire, fire hyd- a fire hydrant sound, radio static, uh, make me a lo-fi beat, all that type stuff. So I typed the information and it spit it out uh, as a beat. And I'm saying to myself, oh my goodness, it's, right. it's really about the chance. You really about to put some folks out of business because remember you used to have to go to sites to get music and mm-hmm. you know pay for things now right i can make my own from my mind right like you said you got an intro and outro just from going to a site and you know creating it and it's royalty free and 
yeah. you good. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm and I'm gonna rock with that until I decide I want to do something else. Is no, I mean, I'm not trying to do radio, so I just need a little little music at the beginning and a little right. something to close it out. But I needed something that wasn't gonna be problematic, and that's what I did. That's right. Isn't that something? <laughs> that's something. That is something. It is definitely something. And now that we're, you know, just talking about music itself, you know, I know that you have this incredible role at 88.5 and, um, you know, it is a radio station. So you all, you know, play music. How do you think this will impact just that alone? Will, will you even, can you just load up your playlist and have yourself as if you're there? Like, what will this do for you from a radio standpoint? From a radio standpoint, say, for example, I can say, give me the top 10 songs from 1984, mm -hmm. right? It gives me the 10 songs. I can take those songs and, and put them into a playlist mm -hmm. on 88.5. And I know that these top 10 songs are songs everybody know, right? right? But imagine if I'm sitting there without that. Okay, Michael Jackson beat it. Okay, Prince, When Doves Cry, mm -hmm. Whitney Houston. That's taking time where give me the top 10 songs from 1980 to 1990. And then within one minute, I got over 100 songs. So mm -hmm. from that standpoint, yes, it's going to help. But imagine if you say, um, I want Whitney Houston to sing Never Too Much by Luther Vandross. And then they create that right there in real time. That's when it's going to get crazy. And I know those record companies right now are trying to get folks image and likeness so that they can create songs forever and ever and ever. Because uh, one site, all they need is 30 seconds of your voice to clone it. Others say up to five minutes to get a, a better, clearer version of your voice. Mm -hmm. But imagine if you just give them a snap. I think Microsoft is working on something where they said they only need three seconds of a voice and they can clone it exactly. Now, that's dangerous. So that's why, to your point, yeah. I think the music industry is is on notice. Mm -hmm. I think they are concerned. I think they are worried when mm -hmm. they had a they said it was a Drake song that a, a house DJ did a Drake and used Drake's a clone voice. And they said the song was so hot, everybody was downloading it and playing it. But who making nobody made no money off that. And the record right. companies are upset with AI. Wow. That that's amazing. So, you know, we we can talk about, you know, just this in its purity all day. But there are some pros of having it, right? I yes. mean, it's a lot of pros. Yeah, when I was reading this, you know, as I was prepping for our talk, you know, it says it's an exciting new technology with potentially endless possibilities that will transform the way we live and work. And, you know, which who doesn't want that? You know, I've been in IT all these years. I, I pride myself on being able to digitally transform how we do things and become more efficient. You know, that's the space that I, I like being in you know, mm -hmm. in companies, seeing just, you know, the transformation of how people do their processes and things of that nature. However, you know, this um, preparation led me to know that there are a lot of wide ranging concerns and issues 
with this application, you know, from legal and ethical, political, social, economic, you know, that will continue to be raised as GNAI continues to be adopted and developed. Right. And so just from you being just a super user of this, what do you think we should be concerned about? It's a couple of things. Okay. Like I said, I was, for the first two weeks, I didn't get no sleep, right? Okay. So imagine if a young person gets on it and like, yo, it's a whole new reality or mm -hmm. I'm creating a world or I'm talking to this chat bot like it's a person. And I, somebody said they fell in love with one of the chat box or something. So just that's that's just the extreme. But I think we have to monitor its use. If you're a parent, you got student, you know, young child, mm -hmm. you definitely have to monitor it because right now it, it hadn't hit the streets like a PlayStation or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. But imagine when it does. And now yeah. you really on this 24 seven. I think that needs to be watched. Also for adults, don't get so wrapped up in it to where you forgetting who you are now, because now if you use it so much, mm -hmm. am I getting the real Kimberly or am I getting right. the AI Kimberly? Who exactly. Kimberly am I getting, you know? Right. Because some people, I've seen people have copied and pasted into text messages to make it seem like they're having a conversation and they want to sound deep. What if you don't have internet access or your phone goes off? Now you got to talk on your own. But for the past couple of weeks, you've been talking like you so deep because you had assistance. Mm -hmm. So we have to be mindful of the realness is you. We still need that human aspect, even with the digital art. I'm not using it like I did in the beginning, mm -hmm. but I still love the fact that I can create anything that I want to create. Mm -hmm. but think about people that's using it that's that's creating art and sell it's people making money off of creating digital art from ai mm -hmm. right gotcha. so i think they just released i think two days ago the the government released some um rules and regulations on stuff that they can do and i need to go into that a little further mm -hmm. but they have released some 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 do's and don'ts and some rules and regulations on it but i do know if you use Adobe's generative AI, I think it's Adobe Express, um, Adobe Photoshop, all of the images and stuff that they're creating, they're saying that their images are commercial free. So you can use those mm -hmm. images without a problem. But some people have been, uh, it's been some, some cases where people are suing for the, the writing part. Like if you say, write me a, a book, Right. Like it's Charles Darwin or someone, you know, and and it is it's pulling something exactly. from that author. And some authors have band together and they got some cases saying with some artists because make me a picture like Van Gogh in the mindset of Van Gogh. So you it's, you got to It's going to be some stuff on both sides. It's going to be mm -hmm. some pros, going to be some cons. We have to find that middle part, mm -hmm. especially for us African-Americans where we can get in and even create some, some jobs for ourselves since we like to think and we, we like to hustle. You know, Kimberly, we like, we like to have these side hustles, 
But imagine if if they got in there and you know created some side hustles using AI. So yeah. I still think it's 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 in its infancy stage where mm-hmm. a lot is going to be happening in the next several months. But you know, you look at uh Apple just said they spending a billion dollars. They said we know we're late to the game, but we're mm-hmm. gonna spend a billion dollars to get caught up. So wow. I'm like, come on, yeah. Microsoft. They they heavy into it. So it's going to yeah. be interesting. It's a fun time. But why it's free, I think we need to be taking advantage of it or finding its use that can benefit us as individuals right. in our community. Right. I think my overall concern, I don't want something like this to rob us of our thinking ability. That's right. So there is, you know, extreme value in having original thought. And being involved and engaged in activities that just kind of turn your brain over where you can think more. But I think this can be an extension of that and it shouldn't handicap you from just being an original thinker. And um, being that you are, you know, so involved in it and know so much about it, would you ever do a class? Would you ever teach people? I'm I'm, I'm working on that as we speak. Okay. It's some information. Like I said, I don't want to be a gatekeeper. I want to okay. give it away to the people. Okay. But I want to give it give it to them in a way where they can take it and build upon it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I don't want to, hey, do X, Y, Z. Like, no, I'm going to introduce, like saying Adobe Express. If the person that's watching or listening to this, if they go to Adobe Express, they're going to see why. If they're going to go to 11 Labs, they're going to see why. The mm-hmm. latest thing is um Bing, Bing uh Microsoft search engine. Bing, yeah. Bing.com. Mm-hmm. They have the best image generation right now. They're saying it's between it's called Dolly 3 okay. versus Mid Journey. Now Mid Journey was hot and it's been hot, mm-hmm. but since Dolly 3 has been released. Folks are saying they're giving Midjourney a run for their money. Oh. Now, Dolly Three is owned by the same people that make Chat GPT, Open AI. So now you can create images in Chat GPT using the various prompts, and you doing it right there. So you don't have to go to Midjourney to create these beautiful pictures now. So. Right. That's the type of game I want to get at people and let them know, you know, it's don't get caught up in these quick apps that saying, uh, you know, it's the AI this and you, I think it was Lenza. People was doing all the little head shots and stuff. You can do all that on your own without paying, you know, $10 for an app. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you gotta, you gotta do your research. You gotta, you gotta get into it. Like Kimberly and myself, this is interesting. It's an interesting time for people in the tech industry. Right. And that's why I wanted to have you on my tech tea today, because I mean, this is real stuff, real something that is taking off and we need to have conversations about it in the proactive phase and not always reactionary. So I definitely appreciate, you know, you sharing with us and I would love for you as you learn more and you become more um, involved and get more information to come back and have another segment about like where we are oh, now. Yeah. So I would oh, definitely yeah. be open to that. And so we're going to move into a part of the show that I do with every guest and it's called Forward Ever 
backward never. So forward ever, backward never. And just in this conversation itself, what do you think we should be looking forward to? I think we should be looking forward to more creatives being made mm -hmm. from this AI space that we're, we're just scratching the surface in. Okay. I think we're going to see more creatives, more podcasters, more videographers, because now with your phone, you can do some, you can do some high level video work. And I think you're going to see a spark like never before. Okay. In that world. Okay. And from a backward, never standpoint, you know, once we, once we, had 9-11, as unfortunate as it is, we've never gone back to the way things were before um, right. that day in the airport, right? Mm -hmm. So now that this is here, what do you think we'll never return back to? Just as a prediction. That's a, that's a great question. I think the days of Google mm. are numbered. Okay. okay. So Google, Yahoo, where with the search engines, I think the search engines are in their last hurrah. Wow. Because now you can ask that chat bot for precise information where with Google and some of these others, you would get hundreds of links. Yeah. You would have to piece, okay, something from this website. Google gave me this website. Well, now give me those top 10 songs from 1985 in the R&B category or pop and mm -hmm. you're getting top By 10 songs. female artists or Right, whatever. female <laughs> artists, right. And I'm going to tell you, here go a cheat sheet. I said, I was DJing a party and I just said, okay, what songs go with Superstition by Stevie Wonder? Don't you know this gave me like three songs I could mix right there? So it had the same, it said it has the same BPM as that. That's beats per minute, ladies and gentlemen. Right. So I'm saying to myself, if this is happening now, just imagine right. times 10, two years from now. We're going to be looking at each other. Look, I think every FaceTime, all of that stuff, all this stuff that we're seeing now, I just think it's going to be times 10 mm -hmm. as we move forward imagine yeah. thinking something and mm -hmm. making it happen just by thinking it i think they're right. doing that in china they got something they put on the student's mind and when mm -hmm. they ask a question in their mind it spits it out i don't mm -hmm. even want to talk about that that's another conversation for another show exactly but imagine if they're doing that now mm -hmm. it's a wrap but i, I also think uh the health uh, field is going to grow by leaps and bounds. I believe they're going to find more cures for some of these diseases. I think the 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 medicine in the healthcare field is going to grow by leaps and bounds by okay. AI. I would hope that it would get us more towards um, holistic yeah. ways of healing. Yes. But that could specifically say what an issue is Yes. and not prescribe so much stuff with all of the side effects. Yep. I would hope that we could get more because, you know, there's no money in a cure, right? That's right, right. <laughs> there's no That's money. Right. In a cure. But I would hope that, you know, 
people in that field would embrace it so that they could target the issue and not just aim at all these various things that could be going on with the individual. And, and that's true. And, and two, two things to that point. Imagine saying I have, you know, whatever ailment, mm -hmm. give me some natural herbs that I could take or recommended or no, let me, this is how I would write it up. You're the, you're the world's best herbologist, herbologist. Okay. Give me a herb to fight a whooping cough or something like that. Exactly. Now, because I said, I told you, you are the world's best herbologist. Mm -hmm. That AI is now more in tune to just saying, give me a herb for, right? Exactly. So now here's my, uh, I have a cough. I can't shake it. What's a home remedy or natural herb that I can take? Now that part, and I heard some people said that they've seen some, um, they they got some results, some mm -hmm. positive results from uh, talking to AI like that about wow. getting natural herbs and helping people with their diet too. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to how you're going to help uh, our students and parents and just those of us interested in the topic and those who are not interested because it's going to impact all of us. I'm interested in knowing how you're going to actually create new inroads for us to be more educated around this. And right. I definitely would be willing to support that, you know, just sharing your information, attending whatever right. um, classes and things and, and making sure that people know the information is available. And so as we um, begin to wrap up for the day, I know where to find you on 88.5, but you know, tell everybody where they can hear you do your thing and how yes, they can keep in touch with you. All right. Yes. You can find me on Instagram, the best jams, Twitter or X, the best jams on uh, Facebook, John best or brother John. And I'm on 88.5 every day, Monday through Friday from 4 PM to 7 PM. Mm -hmm. And um, my email address is uh, best J B E S T J at SCSK 12.org. Um, if you would like to come on the show and it's something I just released yesterday, Kimberly, if I may just put this out there. Um, if you have, if you're in content creation, I'm, I'm posing the question to all the singers, dancers, artists, podcasters, all of them mm -hmm. to promote something positive or create something to uplift our city. So okay. if you're a singer, rapper, poet, writer if you got some content or create some new content to combat the negative stuff that's happening in our city we will play it on our radio station i'll share it on all my platforms because we have to battle this negativity and we have to get on this ai so we can have something else to do because exactly. imagine if these students out here or not students the young people that's mm -hmm. out here doing these things that are not good imagine if they can channel that into something positive we got we got a situation that we've handled from within us the calvary not coming for us we are the calvary kimberly that's it that's it well i appreciate you joining me for some tech tea with kimberly thank you so much for saying yes to this opportunity i hope this is one of the first steps in something positive for the city oh. 
And yes, um, yes. anytime that I can help out, you know, I'm just a phone call or text away. I'm happy to do what I can. And for anyone, don't stop. I, don't I'm stop. not going to stop. I'm don't, not going to uh, go stop. Harder. Go harder, Kim. Go harder. That's it. That's we it. need this. We need That's this. It. I appreciate it. And so thank you, everyone who's listening. Be sure to get in on this Gen AI. It's, it's life-changing, and it's going to just be something that could potentially dominate, so we don't want to be on the back end of that. But right now, even if you don't know much about it, and even if you don't know much about what you'll do next, what you can do is continue to Kim. That is keep it moving. <laughs> uh.